Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jeffrey, would you say you're having an inner goddess revolution? I really, I'm having a deep look in. <laughs> Yeah. You are? Yeah, I'm looking in. Looking in. She really, like, I don't know, man. She says some things that, like, a lot of people say, like, you know, like, you're the vehicle of change. And, like, uh, I, I I don't know, things you hear people say all the time. But she says it in a way that makes you feel like you've never heard it before. Wow. Wow. And just to know that that might be happening for Brittany as yeah. well is very exciting to me. Yeah. Right. I love knowing that Brittany might be having this inner goddess revolution and that she is the master of her own destiny and she is channeling energy and accessing her witchy self. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving that for Brittany. It's great. It's great. So now, yeah. I went to New York this weekend. Yes. That's where I recorded this episode with my sister, Jessica. Mm-hmm. We had a sister trip. We took the city. I mean, we were just, <laughs> we showed up and we were, we were ready. Yes. Um, I'm a delicate teacup. I don't know if you know this about me, Jeffrey. I can't hang very long. Like, I'm not a party can't chill. warrior. Okay. No, like, I, I need naps. I need hydration. <laughs> okay. I, um, I feel like I've just left an amusement park probably 80% of my life. Okay. I, I, that's how I feel. That's a nice. Uh, mm-hmm. I am like, it, it's always like, did I just eat a funnel cake? <laughs> I think I'm going to throw up. That's how I feel 80% of the time. Oh no. So I, I, if I'm not taking care of myself. Right. Um, and, and so I made it, I made it. Let's see. I got there on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. We went straight out to dinner. I just like got myself. We had a great time Friday mm-hmm. all day was out doing stuff. Then Saturday at 4 15 PM. Mm-hmm. I lost steam. <sighs> I ran out of steam. It. I started talking in gibberish and my <laughs> sister, all we had to do, we went to a dinner party and all I had to do was bring a dessert. Lost my mind. Oh. Freaked out. I was like, I don't know what to do. Oh. I was like, I need a nap. And then I put a blanket over my head and I fell asleep for 20 minutes. Good. Got up. 
and then went out to the party. That and helped. And then got on a plane very early Sunday morning. <sighs> but I'm a delicate teacup, but we really took the city. As hard as I possibly can, I took it. Good. I went. And especially because I have my sister by my side, she knows. Yeah. She's like, Jen, it's time to take a break. Mm-hmm. You need to here, drink this water. That time change is no joke either. I know it's like, only three hours, but also I took like crazy flights mm-hmm. so I could have the most amount of time. Daylight savings just happened there, too. It did. So it like, really fucked me up. I know. It it kills you. An hour really messes with you. I wonder what Brittany's constitution is like. Do you think that she is a delicate teacup or do you think she's strong as hell? Physically, like, I mean, I know she's not drinking anymore, so it's not about, so she's a lot clearer than most of us. I feel like she's strong as hell in most situations, but I feel like in her little pressure cooker that she's in, she's a teacup. But, like, how does her stomach handle food? <laughs> because, oh, my God, wait, did you just the, see her post the about this? The thing with okay, the... <laughs> again, I keep repeating myself, but she is the basic we all fucking need really? right now. She drank a chocolate milkshake. That, yes. Oh, she loved it. And and a panini <laughs> that was just the most basic panini. It's just, it, nothing else on the plate. It was white bread. Yeah. Also, they didn't butter the bread and then put it on the panini. It was just like straight yeah. up like, here's some dry ass bread. And then they just smashed the panini down. And then they like, did they cut the, the corners off the, the the crust off the white bread? It was like, it, they were, it reminded me of the sandwiches that I ate when I lived in Europe for a semester. And all I would do would was make myself toasted ham and cheese, which mm-hmm. is so disgusting. Like I think about them now and I'm like, oh. um, but I eat them like twice a day. Daily, yeah. Which is so gross that I eat ham and cheese on white bread twice a day for three months. But that's what college is. It I is. Mean, it like... is. No wonder I came back and had to deal with some things when I returned. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but like I wonder how her stomach handles stuff. She said she hadn't had chocolate in a while, so. And she's super healthy. I mean, she's. It, it looks like she's working out all the time too. So fit. So Although like... I did see, I saw a picture that where. I don't know. I, it rung an alarm. Oh yeah. After seeing it, mm-hmm. uh, a fan page posted it, but it was Brittany headed heading to. She was at LAX and she okay. was wearing Birkenstocks and like a crossbody sun sundress type thing. It was okay. pink with no bra on, which hey, I love it. But mm-hmm. it looked, and her hair was really undone and she was mm. holding a book which i was trying i was like is it the inner goddess revolution but i couldn't get in to see what it was and then she um was holding yeah that book and then uh a bunch of wires for like chargers mm. which is like we all do that right but i'm like honey just pack your bag yeah. like have a purse that your book and your chargers are in she right. just looked out to lunch uh, right. and that's on a travel day right and i was like Brittany, right and she's going on a private jet too. You know she's not flying commercial. Like Yeah, you're probably yeah, of course. You know, of course it's like, Britney Spears. Yeah. I don't know. It was very it um was, But hey, some people are just like all over the place. You know what I mean? And we don't know what her schedule is right now or what she's up to. Yeah, yeah it's gotta be a lot. But I wonder if she can handle a lot. I feel like she can because it's she seems like a person who enjoys a roller coaster. Yeah. I do not. You know, I feel like, I feel like she's, here's what I think. I feel like she is strong and that even when people are going to knock her down, she can like take it with a smile Mm -hmm. because she's like so used to getting 
knocked down over and over again. So I feel like she can take it with a smile. But I feel like, just like everyone, she hits that point where she can't take it anymore. And that's when, and that like that's when I feel like she's a delicate little teacup. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like I feel like if a reporter knocked her down, she'll take it. But I feel like if like someone close to her annoys her or bugs her in the wrong way or like says something to knock her down, then she's gonna like fight back. You're saying because I'm talking just about like stomach aches. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about her physical her being. actual. I'm talking about her. The smaller things. Well, the physical. I'm okay. not talking about the emotional. Scratch Emotionally, that. I feel like she is a delicate teacup. I'm. I. I think that she's strong. See, also, if you're a delicate teacup, mm-hmm. this is purely in defense of me. Yes. That doesn't mean you're a weak person. No, absolutely not. It just means that you need more water and more rest than others. Yes. And I'm wondering. Like when Brittany ate that panini and that chocolate milkshake and (laughs) like, how did that settle? And then also, I mean, she doesn't do a ton of socialization Mm -hmm. and that's when I get really tired. I think I just get so excited. Also, New York does something to me. Mm -hmm. I, Jeffrey, I could never live in New York. It's a lot. I, I feel all the, the energy of all the people. It makes me get really emotional. Like sometimes when I drive down Hollywood Boulevard, and I get at the intersection of Hollywood and Highland. Mm-hmm. And do you know that now all of the traffic, it crosses. It's like a, it's an X marks the spot. Yeah. And when that light goes and if you're sitting in your car and you're watching all those people go mm-hmm. every which way, it once caused me to get choked up because I was looking at everyone thinking, <gasps> oh my God, all of these people are in the middle of the day. They're all going through something. They are feeling pain. They're feeling. Oh, wow. And it just. Like that's how sensitive I am to to, that makes to energy. Totally makes sense. It freaks. It almost freaks me out, but I'm trying to like lean into it more, yeah. and also so like I can have a little bit more control over it because it's just too much. So New York yeah. really can do it to me because I just get so excited, and then I just uh, there's just so many people around. So Brittany's not around a lot of people, so maybe her stomach can handle the panini and the chocolate, and then doesn't get that bogged down by the energy of people. But I mean, also I can't imagine what it's like if I feel that way at a crosswalk at Hollywood and Highland, how Brittany feels when she's standing on a stage performing Mm. in front of thousands of people. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't know. And I, and I will never stop trying to figure it out. No, I will find out how Brittany feels after she eats a panini. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I saw Jagged Little Pill on Broadway. It's so exciting. It's amazing. Of course. Yes. It's amazing. It's so good to hear it, though, that it is. Let me tell you something. Yes. There was a standing ovation in the middle of the show. (gasps) Never. An actual standing ovation. Oh, people jumped to their feet, lost their minds. There was no stopping it. Everyone felt it in the room in the middle of the show, oh, middle of the wow. second act. So middle of the second act, but it was after you ought to know. Oh my God. My, I'm so, that's so beautiful. It was awesome. Ah, oh, yay. It was so awesome. Oh, it's so good to hear that. Cause like I had nothing but confidence in it. If but, like, you get the chance to go to New York city, any and all of you out there to go to New York and you can 
go see a Broadway show. I highly recommend it. It's so incredible. Oh, that's so exciting. Diablo Cody rocked it. Duh. Oh, that's so exciting. Such an important story to tell. And uh, and she covered so much ground. It was incredible. Wow. We had a great time. Great Good. time. I'm debating whether or not to bring the microphone with me to Hawaii. I'm trying to go on a true vacation. However, I feel like this is more reporting on Brittany and because I'm going to go to the yoga studio and I'm just going to be in Brittany's, you know, in her, in her flow. Like mm-hmm. I'm, because she went on so many vacations to Maui this year. <laughs> you should bring it. Do you think so? I mean, what's the worst? You don't ever use it. Okay. True. True. You know? True. True. I had a great time. I went with my sister and then we went to go see Jagged Little Pill with three other sisters. Oh. From another family. They were so lovely. That's we great. went with Dish, Julia, and Anna. Ooh. Um, and it was my sister's my sister's friend from where she lives, and then her two sisters flew in. So it was a true sister trip. That's it was really beautiful. fun. Yeah, we had a great time. That's cool. We had a great time. I saw old friends. I I just had a great New York City time. Yeah, New York Minute. New York Minute. And, you know, Brittany loves New York. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard. Not, how do you not love New York? There's something for everyone there. Brittany got her sta- her start on the Broadway stage. She did. With Natalie Portman in Ugh. the play, I believe it was called Ruthless. Yes. And look at them now. And when Brittany did uh, Brittany for the record, mm-hmm. she went to see In the Heights. Yes, she did. And she talks to Lin Man. Yeah, Wait, she. T- oh yeah, God, I always uh-huh. forget how to say his name. You said it right, Lin Man. Lin Manuel Miranda. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And she talks to him backstage, but it's before he was the superstar yes. that he is. <laughs> Pre Moana. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Pre Moana. Moana's solid. It is. I love okay, Moana. it's a great Moana movie. Moana is solid. It's a great movie. Just saying. He wrote all the music, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. He wrote all the music. Jeffrey, we're talking about anticipating today. Yes. I picked it. My sister and I only gently touch upon it. So it's more just like the theme song for this episode. Yeah. And I picked it because it just seemed like it was a girl's trip. It was a fun, easy, breezy energy. It's from my favorite album of Britney's, Mm -hmm. Britney. Love the song. Love it. When she performed this in that tour, I think this was the Dream Within a Dream tour. Mm Mm-hmm. She had, there was, there were props and it's like, she's in a car and it's a girl's night. Yeah. And it was just a fun, fun energy too. I really like this song. You, we were listening to it before Mm -hmm. we started and you were loving it, Jeff. I love it. It's got like, it totally gave me like the nineties vibe I wanted mixed with like disco a little bit, Mm -hmm. a little disco in it. Mm -hmm. And I totally got the like sisterly vibe from it. Like the R song that like they're playing R song kind of lyric in there, you know, I, and I got that like bop feeling. I was, I was bopping the whole time. Okay. I have a question for you. Yes. Do you think maybe Billy Eilish, Eilish? Mm -hmm. God, I I just can't get on board with her. And do you think that she might be the Alanis Morissette of today? I think Billy is like, this is, I think Billy is brand new. I don't think we've had a Billie Eilish before. 
Like people will compare. I've heard people have compared her to Kurt Cobain. People have compared her to Avril Lavigne. People have compared her to like all these like emotional young people of our past. But Alanis, you can't say that, especially if you listen to the album Jagged Little Pill, which then I started, I I revisited the album after seeing the show. Mm -hmm. And I think she was 19 when she wrote that. That album is next level. It, it's never gonna die. It's unbelievable. What I'm, I, I guess that wasn't a question. I want you to agree with me that she is the Alanis that she of is. today. <laughs> well, I think Alanis. What she does is she's like, she's like, I'm angry about this, and I'm like, I'm gonna like be angry, and like, it's okay for me to be angry. But Jeffrey, no one was doing that, right? Even exactly. to, even just maybe three months ago, women were given permission to tap into their anger and that was also terrifying for all of us Mm -hmm. and so but i think billy like when billy talks about her heartbreak and her like and everything she talks about it in like the sorrowfulness of it the like the actual like the the dark feeling of it not so much the like lashing out of it like she actually struggles with depression i'm assuming yeah it, it feels Does a little talk about that i don't know because it seems like, very dark it's ve- her i mean it's all dark and like and then all of her big all the big hits are all about death they're all about what happens when you die and like talking to death and like t- treating death as a friend or as a stranger it's like so hers is a little more like she's like i'm sad and happy being sad like i'm okay with being in the dark place it's kind of what i get from billy okay whereas i think alanis is like screw that like i'm angry and i can be angry and like i shouldn't be treated like this and no one should whereas Mm. No, the, whole, the album as a whole isn't that. There's a lot of hope in Alanis's hand in my pocket, right? Is that in that album? Yes. One hand in my pocket. Yes. That song is so hopeful and beautiful. Um. But then, like, so is Billy though. Like, Billy's got some like it's like they they both do. But I don't know. I I hear what you're trying to say. I guess I just from Billy I get way more of that like I'm different and like okay. I'm going to challenge you yes. to go back and listen to Jagged Little Pill. And okay. we're going to revisit this conversation. I like you it. Listen to it from beginning to end. And then also take in the the year that mm-hmm. that album came out and the times. Mm-hmm. And just look at it through that lens and then come back. Okay. And let's discuss. I will. Because like I'm that. trying to understand Billy. Mm-hmm. Because it, she's such a big deal. I mean, the trick-or-treating party I went to, there were so many Billies. Everyone was dressing up as Billy. It's a great costume. That's a th- Have you listened to hers start to finish, her album? No. So Okay. okay. So I will do that, I and like you this. listen to this Jagged Little Pill. Yes. And then we will come back, and we will discuss. Oh, twist my arm, listen to Jagged Little Pill. Like, <laughs> sure. Like, Yeah. Okay, so guys, please call the hotline if you have any questions you'd like us to ask Lynn. And 
And here's my talk with my sister, Jessica Zabrowski-Hart. Live from the Pierre Hotel. Live from the Pierre Hotel. It's the Zabrowski sisters. Hello. Oh my God, sister. Can you believe it? We're in New York. We're you guys, we're reeling. We saw the Broadway musical, Jagged Little Pill, last night. We're here at the Pierre Hotel. We decided, you know. I'm we wearing got- a robe. I have a piece of iced lemon loaf. My sister went and got us coffees. She's a good older sister. She's like, I'm going to go get us coffees. And she came back. She's like, I got us just some iced lemon loaf. (laughs) Even though we're having brunch in a couple hours. It's great. No big deal. But we saw Jagged Little Pill last night. We had such a time. Also, what I want to say about staying at the Pier Hotel, we're just, we're doing it right. Some people gave us some recommendations. They were like, some hipper, newer. Stay downtown. No. No. The Zabrowski sisters need to be up by the park. Yes. Now, if you're wondering why my voice sounds so deep and rich, <laughs> this is caused from seeing a Broadway musical and having a two cocktail and a half. <laughs> a cocktail and a half. You're right. A cocktail and a half. And What's two happened? chocolate balls. I did eat those right before I fell asleep. Yeah. What flavors did you have? I had, we got a sleeve of the, the holiday. holiday. <laughs> I, I bit into the gingerbread and I wanted to vomit. Oh, you didn't like they it. Had a, yeah, they had a pass. I did the peppermint cookie. That was to die for. I had that one. Was in, that in the snowman wrapper? No. I think it was. And then I did that one. That whatever one, that, whatever one that is. But then I had a peppermint one, and that was really good, too. Guys, today we're talking about Britney's song, Anticipating, off of my personal favorite album, Britney. I know sometimes I've said Blackout's my favorite album. Blackout as a whole is Britney's greatest piece of work. However, to me, the album Britney, it means more to me than anything. It sure does. I'm devastated. So, you know, I got a new car, Jess, my zippy little new. <laughs> I still haven't seen the car, but I've seen it <laughs> only on Instagram. <laughs> and it doesn't have a CD player. Well, you can. That's what your phone is for. I got to I got to tell on, you something. Back up here. Why do you need a CD player? I need a CD player because there are a few CDs. The actual CDs that mean a lot to me. Okay. So Brit- which are Britney. Yes. I've had that, that since college. Okay. That <laughs> exact that the original? CD. <laughs> and then also, and then Megan made me a CD for my 22nd birthday Ooh, when she came to tape. CD? Yes. And it's like, and it says to Jennifer, it was the best of times. If only we could remember them. <laughs> uh, only a best friend from high school does that because I have a series from Colleen. That she made me. And it's all like Mary J and Biggie and Puffy. Question, not to age you, Mm -hmm. but are those tapes? No. They're CDs? They're CDs because she made them for my, I think she made them for my like 28th birthday. Okay, so you got in on the ground floor. Some random birthday. Okay. Yeah. I remember the the very first CD I ever saw spin around at at the Welly's house. Carrie Welly had 
a, got a boom box that had a CD player in it. And I remember it was, um, oh, got the Spin Doctors. And I thought it was so cool. We loved the Spin Doctors. They had a... If a, you thought of it, about that. Remember they came to Tulip Fest in Albany? Yeah, and everyone went Everybody crazy. Was, the Spin Doctors are at <laughs> Tulip Fest. We have to get there. Quick. Where are those Spin Doctors? <laughs> That's Tulip Fest. Uh, they probably are. They probably <laughs> still return. I hope they're greeted with as much enthusiasm as they were in 1998. It's true. Or whenever that was. Even, yeah, 96, 95, 94. 90, yeah, 94, Jen. Yeah, totally. Totally. All right. Akash, there's just so much ground to well, cover. Let's talk like about we, the musical. Let's, oh, we're going to talk about the musical? You don't want to talk about... All right. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about the musical. musical. We got, we've got to. Well, my mind is blown. This is the third time I've seen the show. Yeah, Jessica, <laughs> tell the folks at home. All right, guys. So... She put her coffee pill. down. <laughs> <laughs> we're in robes. We're uh, laying in bed. It's the morning after. Jagged Little Pill was at the ART. Um, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the ART, it is a beautiful theater in the Republic of Cambridge, Massachusetts. And I saw it first with my husband and I, my mind was blown and I had to go back by myself. So he went on a business trip and I just, I have to go in. I've never seen three standing ovations in my life for a show. Um, people were just losing their minds, but the show has changed a lot since I've seen it. And it's more magical than the first two times. Now, sister, you're a real, you're a theater head. Oh. You know more about the theater than I do. Like, I don't know about that. 100%. 100%. I just like standing on the stage. I really you know love all theater. Thing. You know everything about the theater. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you watch like Tony's clips, YouTube clips. I know. I used to tape the Tony's and bring it back to Siena College and <laughs> yeah. watch my poor roommates. I'd be like, Jennifer Holiday was on the Tony's. And they're like, okay. Jessica, Billy you Porter. I, <laughs> Billy Porter. <laughs> How happy are we that Billy Porter is finally now a star to the masses. I know. Just I, now. He was a star to us for so long. We were obsessed with him. He was yeah, he was our everything. Gre- in Greece, I saw him in Miss Saigon randomly and I like lost my I was crying <laughs> in high school watching him in Miss Saigon. I know and you were like I saw Billy Porter. I, mean, I felt like I won the lottery. I was like, "Oh my god, Billy Porter's here?" And oh. he's such a star now. He's such a star. Wait, because you don't know these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you something. And you're like, wait, what? What kind of things? Like television things? Television things, pop culture things. Guys, I don't watch television. I cut the cord a couple years ago. That's because you live a present, amazing, incredible life. You do watch Table Talk, though. I watch Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> Every episode. She's never missed. Mm-hmm. No, I, <laughs> no. I know a lot about <laughs> Gammy and, and Jada and Willow. They they educate me. I feel like it's a. I miss Oprah so much, and I feel like it gives me some Oprah vibes. And, and you it, said that one of the Oprah's producers is on that show. I believe so. Yes. The best was when you called me when the whole Kardashian, Jordan, Kylie, Chloe, Tristan scandal had broke. But you, I had no that's idea how it you happened. found out. 
the no- the news was broke to you on Red Table Talk. Like, oh my God, what's going on with the Kardashians? But do you know that Billy Porter mm-hmm. has been cast in? So they're they're doing Cinderella is going to be a movie musical. Kay Cannon is directing, who is my North Star. I'm obsessed with this director named Kate Kay Cannon. She's a writer too. Mm-hmm. She and I, I'm obsessed with her, and that she's directing this. And then we've got Billy Porter is playing the fairy godmother. Oh my god, that's amazing! How much do you love it? Oh, isn't it going to be amazing? It's going to be incredible. It's a movie or a movie? A movie, a musical. Oh movie. lord! Yeah. Okay, but Rodgers and Hammerstein, like I believe, musical? I believe, okay. I believe. Okay, impossible. Maybe some original music. I'm just making this up now, but I don't know. That sounds great to me. But so this, okay, but back to the so musical. So it changed a lot. You it said changed a lot. I think your reactions were my favorite last night <laughs> because it started and you're like, yes, and then it, you were just like, we're ch- we're changing lives with this musical. Everyone needs changing to lives. See, it's ch- going to change the whole world, and it's true. It has rent vibes. It does have rent vibes. And even and I said that to you, and I did. We went with three other people. Three other sisters. We went with three sisters. It was, it was a fun. sister <clears throat> night out. And Anna turned to me and she said, this is reminding me of a little bit of Rent. Yeah. Oh, yes, Anna. Yes. I'm like, yes, yes, Anna. 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 All right, okay. So, yeah, I I mean, there's there was a standing ovation in the middle of the show. It's the same it director was, as Waitress. Have you seen Waitress? I have not. I, I That was one of my biggest regrets. I was very pregnant when they were at the ART workshopping and I didn't get to see it. I couldn't sit down that long. You would really enjoy Waitress. <laughs> I, I've i seen Waitress, and Alex Fox has seen Waitress three times. She loves it. Really? She's a waitress head. But no. but I but this, I, I liked so much more than Waitress. Guys, let me tell I you. Love, I mean, I love the music of Waitress. I think it's, it's yes. fun, and I, I would love to see that show in a like, you know, community theater. I'll but love this it, is, but this some is different. next level it's, shit. It is next level shit, and it's... Every, I mean, you said Emerson College is going to implode. They're going to love doing it. They're going to do it at the castle. They're going to do it everywhere. So friend of the podcast, I can't even believe I, I am fortunate enough to say that. Diablo Cody wrote the book of this musical and she has, I, I don't need, I, I have no words. The fact it, that she had free reign to write whatever she wanted to and she chose to write about all of what we saw last night. It's so important. She really, she nailed it. We're talking opioid addiction. We're talking adoption. We're talking Black Lives Matter. We're talking rape culture. We're talking, I mean, it just. Peter Gallagher's daughter. Can we talk about her too? Peter Gallagher's daughter is in it. Broadway. Broadway. Legacy. The old, what is it? The white way. Is it white way? The gray white White way. way. (laughs) Is that what it's called? I think it is. Yes. Broadway legacy on the great white way. She was great. Fantastic. She has the same brow line as As Peter Gallagher. Yeah, as her father. Oh, but the the musical is so great. You guys, if you have the opportunity to get your butts to New York and see this, you will not be disappointed. If you can't get a ticket, download the music. If you can't get away... But they need to they need to hear the story. I know. Yeah, hear that do. book by Diablo Cody. Get the tickets now. My God. I smell a Tony. Tony. Give a Tony to Diablo. Oh, they're all gonna get one. It was so good. 
God, it was good. The sets were incredible. The LED projections. The mm. it was great. I'm still not okay. I was, everybody was invigorated leaving the theater. Mm. Jess, we're talking about Britney's anticipating. The reason I played the song was because it's just like a it's girl's trip to New York. It has yes, and it also. I really felt like I was on roller skates the whole time. Mm. I'm listening to the song. Can you just like four wheels and a stopper? <laughs> you're going around yeah. with your friends and you're Do like, it. Yay. yeah. Hi, mom. Hey, mom. Grab some popcorn. Come yeah. back to the rink. I'd love to see Brittany on some skates. She could handle some skates. She would do well on some skates. A video on skates would be great. That, she's never done a music video on a roller rink. I feel no, like that's Beyonce a popular. Has. Yeah. Beyonce has, yeah. Jess, you've, you've been there since the beginning mm-hmm. of my obsession with Britney Spears. Yes, I have. So you can speak to this. It's real. Yeah, I mean, you always ask people, like, who is Britney to you? on the podcast (laughs) and every time I listen to the podcast I'm like my sister's best friend (laughs) (laughs) other than me it's Brittany it's Brittany you really take care of her I've loved her do you remember when I dyed my hair but we were from upstate New York and the salon options weren't vast fabulous yeah they weren't great Mm -mm. and then i tried to dye my hair blonde and remember it was just strips of blonde over my black hair it was just strips of blonde over my black but you made it work remember i cried though you cried a little there was a videotape (laughs) i remember you took the video camera out and we were crying because it was before smart bob too like the longer bob yeah i did yeah like blonde you really went which is my favorite haircut of hers (laughs) (laughs) you've done a lot of things for Brittany. I mean, you've also choreographed dances at your graduation party. Yeah. We were all doing the dance. All of your friends were dancing. Well, the guys, I mean, they had a couple gigs. They turned it into, I still, I still swear to, to God that Mike Sinquani and Jay Albright and Dan Tegalia thought that they could potentially make it to the next level. <laughs> they only could sing. <laughs> and I think that some of them, that probably good. <laughs> Definitely Sinquani. Sinquani really had something <laughs> special. Yes. Yeah. Mike Sinquani, you guys, my friend from high school who I talk about all the time on this podcast, the one that looked like Justin Timberlake and we dated for three weeks because we wanted to be Brittany and Justin. His father is now the mayor of our hometown. He yes. just won. Congratulations, Mayor Sinquani. Mayor Sinquani. Some small town exciting yes. news for us. I was watching some um, Instagram stories from his brother, Matt. And they were waiting for the polls to come in. It was very exciting. A grandmother-looking person was at a kitchen table with, you know, the the plastic tablecloth over over it. And there was, like, a bowl of snacks. And I'm loving it. It was very exciting. Well, cheers to you, Mayor Sinquani. He's going to do a great job. He's going to do a fantastic job. Because you know what? It's all about passion. And he cares about the town. If you have passion, follow it. Mm -hmm. You know? You'll Absolutely. never be disappointed. You'll never be disappointed. Would Jada say something like that on Red Table Talk? I don't know. She'd get very serious, like, real talk. <laughs> <laughs> I find myself, I catch myself saying real talk, and I, it doesn't work for me. I've, <laughs> I've watched a couple of Red Table Talks only because you've encouraged me to, but I've never been disappointed. Her talk with Demi Moore. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Her girls, Scout and Tallulah. 
And Scout rumor. wasn't there. Who's rumor. The rumor. And who was the one that went to, well, they Tallulah. all went to rehab. Tallulah is the little one who talks a lot with her hands, but is like very smart. And then was putting her hair up in a ponytail and taking it out, which I liked. It seemed very real life. Yes. She looks like Bruce Willis. She does. They're, they're all three an interesting blend of both of their parents in a way that I think is like very specific and beautiful. And mm-hmm. it made me sad that a lot of them were talking about how ugly they all felt. It made oh, me really that's sad. That's a Denise thing, I think. Yeah, totally. When you were watching I mean, they your touched mom on that. literally changing her entire body and face, I'm sure that takes a toll. Yeah. On your psyche. Be like, yeah. well, if you're doing that and I kind of look like you, then what's wrong with me? One hundred, one hundred. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get thirty, thirty. Ready to get thirty, ready to get twenty, twenty, twenty. Ready to get twenty, twenty. Ready to get fifteen, 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 fifteen. Just fifteen bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com/slash-switch. Upfront payment of forty-five dollars, equivalent to fifteen dollars per month, unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty p. Active Mint customers by five thirty-one twenty-four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty-first, twenty twenty-four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Ay 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 ay. Jess, I mean, you're listen, a mom of two. How do I'm you handle all this shit? I don't. Well, you know, I don't know. Day by day, do the best you can. But as far as plastic surgery goes. I mean, I don't think you should share that with your kids. I don't share. I get Botox and some filler. And I'm not too young to talk about that with. I know, but I don't want them to know ever, really. When they're in high school, like, I don't, I'm not going to bring them to my appointments. Brittany Ross talks about how she was just waiting for big boobs, was waiting for them because she's like, my mom has big boobs. And she was like, when are they going to come? Oh, she thought. And then she found out that her mom okay. had a boob job. And oh. she was like, my whole life has been a lie. Oh. Because my boobs are never coming. <laughs> never come. Well, she could get them later. She could. Also, Brittany Ross, she tells this joke in all of her stand-up, so I don't feel like I'm oversharing something that I shouldn't. But that her dad has been married three times and he's bought all of his wife's boobs. And Brittany's <laughs> like... I'm his daughter. And he, he can't buy me boobs. Oh, my. <laughs> Dad. Come on. Christmas gift. He loves <laughs> a big set of boobies. Just How do you, you have that conversation with someone? You're meeting someone. You're like, oh. I know. Like, you want some boobs? Do you ever Maybe think like, about? It's like, you're like, what do you want for Christmas? Like, I don't know. A watch or something. And then how about some boobs? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or I can get you boobs. 
Or you could get some big boobies. <laughs> Jess, you were telling me that your husband, you have a spray tan going currently. I do. And that your husband was really digging the spray tan. Yeah. I got a spray tan while he was on a business trip because I had an event to go to and I was looking pretty deathly. And so he came home. I got out of the shower and he's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you, what do you excuse me? Pardon me? What do you need? And he's like, yeah. Loving that spray tan. I like that tan. spray tan. I was like, we have been together for 13 years, and I never knew this was a turn-on. This would be the easiest thing. Jeff, <laughs> this spray is the way tan to come keep off. it fresh. Be like, hello, sir. I just love that he that he, <laughs> that he loved that spray tan. We love a spray tan. I love a spray tan on anyone. I love a you, nice... You still talk about spray. Emma Stone's spray tan. Emma Stone. Was that the Oscars? <laughs> Golden Globes. For I, 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 I made a personal phone call to you. I was like, Emma Stone needs a spray tan and stay blonde forever. She looked so amazing. But it's so funny because she is like really known. Like her classic look is her pale, beautiful right. skin and her red hair. She looks great anyway. Yeah, she's a stunning, be honest. stunning movie star. But I really appreciated that look. You loved it. Um, but that's my, that's our upstate New Yorkian. 100%. We enjoy a little, a touch of cheese. A touch of cheese. I like a big hoop earring. I like. Could be why I like Britney Spears. Absolutely. Now I wish she would reel it in a little bit. I think that's why you bit. understand her so much too, because you understand her really well. And I think you, and you empathize with her because you understand where she's coming from a little bit more than I say the average bear. I think I, I understand her completely. No, but I feel, I'm, I feel, I do feel connected to her. Because she does feel like someone from home a little bit. She does feel like, yeah, well, and also when we were backstage at her show in Vegas, all of her friends, and Jen, you knew all of her friends. You grabbed me by the arm while they were taking a picture. And you're like, Jess, that's her cousin. That's Yeah, her. I don't know them by name because I'm so bad at this, but it's like, they're all like Laura Lynn and Jamie Sue, and they're in the documentary. <laughs> she put her eyeballs together. <laughs> I went to daycare with Courtney and Marlon. We were brought up together. It's not ugly together. They come up and visit me whenever they can. They're like my soul sisters. I remember them on like a VH1 behind the music or what? Not behind the uh, What is it? Like, um, is it behind the music? Uh, sure. Behind One the music or, or the MTV diary. Yeah. They would always be on talking it, about it's, her. It's, um, I know. I feel like I didn't. I haven't properly interjected when other guests have come on and they say that Britney doesn't have any friends because that was only fi that was five years ago when we went to the. That's been show. her lifetime crew, and they were there for I mean, a guys, girls' it, weekend. Yes, it was crazy. They were there. <laughs> like I couldn't believe it mm -hmm. that the night we were there, it was very sh shocking, surprising to me when Fee came out. Remember, I lost my mind because they were like, "You're gonna meet Felicia." No, you're gonna meet. Felicia, Fee. Felicia, no, you're going to meet a Felicia at the door. She's going to come get you. And you again, grab, you always grab an arm, a bicep. <laughs> it's a full on hold. And it's very strong. And you're like, just, it's Felicia, 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 Felicia. I go, holy shit, it's Felicia. And Felicia's like, hi, y'all. All right, we're going to go on this tour. Here's my little note card. Mm -hmm. How you doing, honey? Fun fact about Felicia, I didn't realize that she also was a I don't, assistant to the Jonas Brothers. Did yes. you notice that in their documentary? Yes, in Chasing Happiness. Hold on, I need to take a bite of this lemon loaf. Oh, delish. I got an ice in too. 
because who's the eldest Jonas brother? The Kevin. one that I like the most. Kevin. Okay, Kevin. So he was on the phone with his to-be wife when they were dating Danielle. And he said, oh, Felicia will come get you or whatever when you come to the concert, which is awesome. What but I she's learned- just been making the rounds with all of these. I mean, she is the nicest, kindest, mo- and also like a mama bear. Yes. What I learned from Nikki, and now I think we're all, I'm kind of gathering this, is that they they share people. Like when Nikki was saying how that teacher traveled oh, right. with yeah. NSYNC. Because it was Justin's teacher, mm-hmm. like second grade teacher or whatever. Yeah, and then that person is who set Nikki up with her husband who was in Take 5. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, they. I'm sure they all do because it's like you can trust this person. She, you know, she looks out for them because they're traveling with children. Yeah. Felicia was great, and actually, and but she did say when we were in Vegas, she said, "Oh, Brittany's having a girls' weekend, and then we'll bring you out to meet her." And when we came out, Jen, your <laughs> eyes were so big the whole time. You've got you know those big eyes, anyways, and but they got so big, and you could see the gums. <laughs> Your I smile, smile. you and you got so excited, and, and you was like, "I knew you knew all the players." And then just that Larry Rudolph was just standing, standing there. there, watching, standing Everything. guard. Yes, hmm. and I don't know how. What about Morgan having the moment with Larry Rudolph too? <laughs> Morgan Diamond, the prettiest girl to ever come from Amsterdam, New York. Ever, she. We thought we were the cute girls on our street, and then she went through puberty, and we're like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> Morgan Diamond, she came on our ba- on my bachelorette. I said our bachelorette. My sister and I also call it our wedding. Our wedding. Our I also, children. Our children. I don't have children. I say that our about dog. my nieces. Our dog. Oh, Jess, I'm touched. <laughs> you know, Lucky Blue's usually here for these recordings. Do I sound, I sound drunk right now? I'm just tired. I'm drinking coffee and lemon loaf, and it's gonna be a great episode (laughs) (laughs) um but larry i had mixed feelings about larry and then when i saw him backstage it took a turn right or i didn't like his energy no it was like a watchdog yep and after all these years shadow around his body arms crisscross applesauce i did not like it you know what, Brittany, though, and I, we walked away and we had a lot to say after meeting Brittany, mm-hmm. but what I will say, you went, you were so excited, dressed as Brittany, to take the picture, and mm. she was so sweet to you, mm. and I was just standing near Larry, and she said, no, do you want to be in the picture, too? And I was like, Okay. Well, you kind of looked at me, and you were like, do you want me in this picture? And then I was like, no, no, you come, you come. But it was, that was very sweet. Also, how sweet are you that you were like, I'm just going with my sister to support her. You were like, I don't even need a moment with Brittany. I'm just here for. I was there for you. You're such a good big sister (laughs) that you just like stood to the side. And of course me, I was just like such a little sister that I didn't even think to turn around and be like, just come. I was just like, okay. Hi, Brittany. Nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to meet you, Brittany. I love you. you. I've been in love with you forever. Yeah, but that was, I thought that was very generous and it shows exactly who she is. She's a kind person and she's so shy, painfully shy. 
you know, I'm glad that you're bringing this up because a lot of people have seen the photo of me and you and Brittany, mm-hmm. and she does truly look terrified. She it does. does look as if I'm holding a knife to her back. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very clear that I'm the one holding the knife. You know yes. what I mean? In that photo, if you look at our faces, it's clear that it's not you. Oh. But I just, I just love her. It was, was a great, a great moment. moment. It was also sad. Remember we left and we were like, ooh. What did we do to her? And then we were like, I don't know how this is going to go. And then the performance was pretty rough. It was rough. But then I went back a few years later and she was on top. Choreography. Oy, oy, oy. It was rough. She was having a hard time. They but were leading her through it. Literally, the dancers were walking her. Walking her. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. It I didn't think- matter. But how about... I don't know if you've mentioned this on the podcast. After my sister's you know, backstage tour, we watched the concert. We're leaving. A group of men come up to my sister, Jennifer, and say, <laughs> you were wonderful tonight. Because Jen was performing with Brittany. <laughs> I just thought if I gave it my all, then she would give it her all. You were like a crazy soccer mom. I was <laughs> on the sidelines. I think I was screaming. Go! go. At one point, you can do it. I believe in you. The perfume, your perfume choreography, yours was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Because you were moving as if you were perfume in the air. Yeah. (laughs) Just to set the scene, the seats that we had in that space. They they're it's very open. It's like a lounge because we had these amazing seats where box. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a box. So I could step up to the edge and give a full performance. So it was I was seen. You were yes, you were seen. <laughs> but oh by wait, everyone. This was great. The second those guys complimented me and I was like, thanks, thanks. Cause I was looking up at mm-hmm. them, you know, because they were like the section above us. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, thank you so much. And I got so excited. Now you have to remember, I'm in pigtails, a Catholic school uniform, and and had adrenaline rushing through my body. And you were drinking, which you don't normally do. Exactly, because it's my bachelorette. And somehow the listen, we all know that the seats can't move. Okay. It's a it's a <laughs> couch that's built into the floor. But the couch somehow took my legs out from underneath me and I face planted onto the couch like just boom down and I got up really quick I popped up and I was like whoa and and then I looked over and Chelsea Marini my friend from childhood who we call Chi Chi um Dr. Marini Dr. Marini she's also a dentist she's given me a great teeth cleaning she looked at me and she was just pissing herself laughing and I was like oh my god did you see that the best so good it was great and then we we almost got kicked out of planet hollywood we refused to leave because we were just having a good time and you know larry rudolph was talking to morgan so we didn't there wasn't a real that's the night we met strawberry we were together was strawberry wasn't there at that oh yeah okay yes yes and strawberry ended up sitting with larry that's right so we did figure out people called the hotline and told me that Strawberry at one point was Britney's sober coach. Okay. So there was this woman, Strawberry and a friend on the backstage tour with us. Yes. And she was, she, everybody kept coming up to her saying, Strawberry, oh, how you doing? Because Britney is loyal as 
fuck and has had the same people since the very beginning working on her Vegas show on her Vegas show. Oh my God, Lemon Loaf. <laughs> um, but it's the same. It's all the same people. Yes. And so yeah. they all knew Strawberry. But I mean, also, I mean, I went right up. I was like, I'll be right back. I was like, what did you say to her? Like, who are you? Not I who said, are you? I but- said, so did you, what's the deal? Did you work with Brittany? And she looked at me and she's like, something like that. That's right. Like, and that's when I was sketchy. like, I was like, they were lovers right away. We were like, they were lovers. Yeah. But no, I yeah. guess it was her, it was her sober coach. Strawberry. This is great. I yeah. love it. So yeah, Strawberry was there. What a night. What a night. A night to Jessica. be remembered. I feel like it would be remiss of me if I mm-hmm. did not bring this up. Mm-hmm. When we were teenagers, I was a teenager. You were in college. Yes. You went to Siena College, which is in Albany, New York. Yep. And I went to high school in Albany, New York. So we would see each other. I would straight up like my senior year jump in the Jeep Cherokee, the Black Beauty, as we would call it, and go over to your dorm, like straight up in my Catholic school uniform. Yeah. And just roll roll on into Siena College. And you would honk the horn when you saw hot boys. Yeah, I'd be like, boop, boop. <laughs> Not another hot boy. I'm like, Jen, those are my friends. I'd be like... Can I meet him? Boy crazy. Always boy crazy. Yes. But, but NSYNC came to town many mm-hmm. times. But mm-hmm. the first time NSYNC came to town, you and your friends mm-hmm. found out where they were staying. Oh, my God. And yeah. went to the hotel and met them mm-hmm. and had drinks with them. Mm-hmm. Tell me everything. I feel like I've blacked out so much, and I, I, I really don't remember all of the intricacies of what happened. But probably because I was highly intoxicated. You saw one but of them. We saw one in of the them. lobby, and no, then we were just hanging out, and then we were in a. I mean, it's Albany, so it's pretty small. But we were just hanging out, and I forget which one we saw, but we just hung out. Joey. No. Chris? Maybe. And then one of them came over and then all of them ended up congregating. Just like and there were but there was like another guy and like or not like two more guys. There was a bunch of people. And we were just hanging out. They were like really nice. And you said just like early on, like very early on. Yes, because it was the first time they came. You knew more about them than we did. I recall because this is before cell phones. And you right, we left had landlines. <laughs> you left a message on the answering machine, mm-hmm. and I listened to it. I remember coming the answering ho- machine at home at, at home Mom at Seven oh College. And I remember I got home from school the following day, mm-hmm. and I listened to it. So funny. And then I started screaming and hyperventilating, like Bye Bye Birdie style, like Kim McAfee losing her goddamn mind. You. I threw myself on the ground, the landing of like the stairs from the kitchen. And I threw myself and I was screaming and hyperventilating. And mom was like, you need to stop it. You need to get it together. Jennifer. Oh my God. It was, I was out of my body. Is that when you also flashed Justin? I know you flashed him a couple of times. No, no, no. That was a later. No, no, no. It was. 
it you was. didn't flash I took you to an in sync. Then we went later. Yes, we went to the pop when they were very famous. Two K pop or whatever that was. And that's when we saw that girl. Like almost, I think she broke her nose. Do you remember that? Yes. I'll, I I mean I remember that vividly when Joey Fatone threw a towel. We had floor seats, oh my and they God. had this platform that would go over the audience. And Joey Fatone threw a towel, and some some woman like had her nose broke because people were fighting over it. She took a towel, and then her an elbow went. She tried to grab it from someone, and the elbow just went right into her nose, and there was blood in the air. Uh, and I understand it because when that stuff happens, if I'm around that kind of energy, I will meet it. But what was hilarious was like Joey was looking at the crap, like at us, right? Yeah, and he kind of made a face like, "Oh, geez," and he was like, "Oop, oh." All right. (laughs) (laughs) Happens every night. (laughs) He wasn't phased by it. I also took you to a Britney Spears concert at Proctor's Theater, I believe. And she was, um, I remember this Were you there? Because also Josh Kunkel was there. And Chris and Jimmy. I drove all you guys. Because I remember. Megan. We were in the Suburban. And I drove you to this concert. Because you guys couldn't drive yet, I don't think. And. Because she had the pink on with the white pants and the pink. Yeah, like, at, you know pants? where it was? It was at the palace. No. It yes. Was, really? Yes, I have been corrected. A guy, there is an expert who who has memorized every single tour date of, and then of Britney's. And then really? once he he corrected me, I remembered. I was like, I he's was right. Doctors. Wow. I did too. It's not. It was the palace. So, it was the palace. But I do remember her opening act because her whole tour was sponsored by Tommy Hilfiger. And Tommy Hilfiger's nephew wanted to be a pop star, and he opened for her. You're right. And I remember this vividly because he was so creepy. <laughs> what was his vibe? I was like, vibe? this isn't going to work out. This- what was his vibe? He was just kind of, he didn't know what he was, he wasn't supposed to be on. I mean, he went from doing like youth theater in Rochester, New York to, to, to his going uncle. on a tour. Yeah, 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 with Britney Spears. But even, but Britney, no one understood, you know, you could feel it. Like we were all obsessed with her, but then getting there and seeing it and it was in a small theater. And mm-hmm. I remember everyone bum rushed the stage and the security was like, wait, wait, wait. And then ordered all of us to go back to our seats. Like you have to sit in your seats because at a theater, you just wanted to get as close as you could to her. She just had it. It was great. I mean, she had straight up fucking folding chairs on the stage doing dance moves on a folding chair. And we thought it was just the greatest thing ever. I mean, there were no, right. you know, explosions and screens behind no, her. it was her dancing. It was her dancing. And there was like one random staircase, I think. I and then these folding chairs. And I guarantee, well, all of you were bum rushing the stage. You know where Jessica Hartz was? Or Zabrowski at the time? Where? Right in her seat. <laughs> I bet you I was like, I'm here, guys. Yeah, but not me and not Josh you. Kunkel and no, Megan you were right and Chris up there. and Jimmy. I, was I think like Chris and Jimmy was there too. Yeah, no, that was great. That was that was an amazing. Yeah, we've seen a lot. Well, also, Jess, you understand my obsession with just pop music and and like a, a crowd being enthusiastic. It's a blessing to have you as a sister because oh, sister, I don't know about and I never did. Like I in high school. So my high school experience, I mean, we're only three years apart, but that's a big amount of time, chunk of time when it comes to this kind of thing with Britney Spears and NSYNC and when they kind of landed. Um, because my high school experience was more Mary J, Puffy, Biggie. That's Puffy. what we were listening to. 
Not Biggie yet. Biggie came on the scene. Well, I guess no. Senior year. 97. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was listening to. We never did the grunge thing. I don't. No, I that mean, wasn't our bad. I only We're wanted to dress like that because York. of the movie Clueless. But um, but you guys, like, you really got you got it all. And so you we did. But it's been a blessing because you know everything about pop music. And when I'm because I don't watch television, and then I st- <laughs> but all growing, <laughs> like all growing up, and even into adulthood, I'll just call you. I'm like, what's going on? You're like, okay, so here's what's up. <laughs> but the thing is, the the. I think this really began, I mean, I was so obsessed with Janet Jackson, the If album. Oh, yeah. And I went through a really hard time in sixth grade. I got boobs and I got really made fun of. Like dumb kids put my, made like a math equation for my boobs on the blackboard. Oh, Lord. So stupid. And, but I was really sad. And, and I remember you came once again, I was in Carrie Welly's bedroom. She was helping me with my math homework. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is that boob equation. <laughs> um, and you came in and you were like, Jen, get your stuff together. We're going, we're getting in the car. We're going to Albany and you're going to go see Janet Jackson right now. I, I know when I walked in, I said to you, I have a surprise for you. And you had your retainer in <laughs> and you looked at me and you go, what? chocolate chip cookies from the peddler's wagon (laughs) (laughs) you were mad i was in ninth grade so hormonal you were in sixth grade i was so tortured and i was like no get ready we're going to (laughs) see Gina jackson that's what mom and dad were so awesome because we went down to the knickerbocker arena to get pick up basketball tickets for dad to pick up his season pass tickets for sienna college basketball and I said, Mom, Janet Jackson's here tonight. And she's like, oh. I said, Jen would really want to go. Will you bring us back? And she's like, yeah. And she got us floor seats. That's crazy. That is fun because she yes. drove. So it's like she 40 picked me minutes. Up, yeah, to, from school. 40 minutes there. We went over. 40 minutes home. Got dressed. And she said to Dad, she's like, you and Billy, take the girls. And, and they they, dropped us they off. went off over to Pagliacci's and, and had, had a couple pops. And- and we went to the concert and we had the greatest time. And I just will never forget there was a gay couple, mm-hmm. two men in mesh black crop tops. Yes. And they were dancing so hard. And I remember just looking at them and being like, they're so cool and beautiful. And they were so and I was like, is this what being an adult is going to be like? And then remember they mm-hmm. picked me up and they put me on the chair. Yes. And I was like, because I was 12. Again, I had a retainer. And I was like talking about chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> and they like made me feel so cool. And I just lo- remember looking at her on that stage and just feeling so powerful. That was the greatest album. I loved If. She was so just, just so powerful and Everything. I mean, that show was incredible. Janet. Oh, mm-hmm. Janet. The <sighs> ultimate. I, I hope I, I can't segue to, to Justin Timberlake off of Janet. I'm not going to allow myself to do it. Well, Jess, you already did. What are you <laughs> thinking? Just, I still get angry. I still get angry about the whole thing. Because <sighs> her career. Janet's. Was ruined. By Justin. 
And he has still not publicly apologized and for he it. Went back to the Super Bowl, could have made it right, and didn't. No, right, exactly. It has been now almost two years since Janet's Super Bowl halftime performance made news around the world. The FCC received more than 500,000 complaints about that broadcast. CBS was fined $550,000. And then the NFL was asked to refund the $10 million that they had been given to the halftime show sponsor. So Janet says that this is going to be the first and the last time that she ever talks about what happened that day. First of all, I have to ask you this. Was it planned, Janet? No. It was not planned. Well, what people don't understand is he was to take and rip the piece off that he did. The letter piece. Right. But more came off than what was supposed to. So he was supposed to pull that off and we just see the red there. And he ripped the whole thing. Yes. So he he, had you practiced or whatever before? Yes, we did. Uh Uh-huh. And so the moment that happened, you immediately covered your breast Mm -hmm. because you didn't want to be exposed. Mm -hmm. If you'd wanted to be exposed, you wouldn't have covered it. Exactly. Okay. Very embarrassing moment. It was a very embarrassing moment. Well, 24 hours after that Super Bowl, Janet issued an apology. uh, And I I had read in another magazine that you regret making that apology. Is that Mm -hmm. true? Why? Uh, It was an accident. And management that I had at the time they thought it was important that I did, mm-hmm. you know, with the project coming out. And, and I had said, actually, before I sat down to to uh, record the apology, that I had said to them, What, what, what are you apologizing yeah, for? Yeah, why am I apologizing for an accident? Well, you did say in the apology you apologize for anybody who might have been offended. By right, and, and they wanted me to say that, so, uh-huh. so I did. They thought it was best that I do, so I did. Do you think in any way that uh, Justin Timberlake left you hanging out there? <laughs> I'm speaking to Miss Jackson. <laughs> Do you? Well, uh, the, all the emphasis was put on me, mm-hmm. not on Justin. And uh, <laughs> just Justin, we were friends, mm-hmm. and and not that we we aren't now. We haven't spoken, but but uh, I consider him a friend, and I'm very loyal, and friendship is very important. Well, Justin, Justin Timberlake recently talked about the incident. Did you know that? I, I heard that. Okay, on MTV. And this is some of what he said. He said, if you consider it 50-50, meaning I think that both of you are up there on the stage doing this, then I probably got 10% of the blame. I think America is harsher on women, he said, and I think America is unfairly harsh on ethnic people. So that's what he said. Do you think... Do you think people were too hard on you? I think they were. I think they did put all the emphasis Mm -hmm. on me and uh, as opposed to us. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have to say, just to to let people know that Justin has reached out to, to, we haven't spoken, but Mm -hmm. has reached out to speak with me. And like I said, friendship is very important to me. And certain things you just don't do to friends yeah. and um in my own time in my own time i'll i'll, I'll uh, give so when him a you call. say certain things you just don't do to friends do you think him ripping the whole thing off is that what you're no, talking no, about no 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 um when you had said uh, certain things were said supposedly or that he had said uh-huh. um during that whole fiasco uh-huh. uh i had heard uh-huh. and um kind of leaving you out there hanging 
So you do feel that he left you hanging? Uh, to a certain degree, yeah. Okay. Ugh. His Super Bowl performance. I know you've was made peace with him, lame. so I'm trying not to trigger you right now. No, listen, but I am just, triggered still. I know. I, I tr- and I get it. You know. I'm sorry. Remind me of her name. The the guest that you had, Nikki. The mouse, Nikki. Okay. So Nikki really really helped me, and I really I tried to heal from the whole Justin Timberlake hating Justin Timberlake thing, because I also love Justin Timberlake. I just want to put that out there. It's a yeah. love-hate relationship. It's a yeah. very complicated relationship. But these moments when I start, I go back and I, I think about it. He is, that is the worst thing. You, you own up. You own, you say, I fucked up, guys. How I'm sorry. We, how do we move forward? Because right now I will say there are two speeds. <sighs> You're either a monster, uh, rapist, assaulter. No, he's not any of that. Exactly. He's a good so how do dad. We, so he's a great dad. He loves his wife. I think. So just well, let's, we hope. Okay, he does. He does. He does. He does. He does. But all these things, how do we? We have to. How do we? How do we squash this? This, you know, toxic masculinity. If, if Justin Timberlake can't just be the leader and say, "I'm sorry." I'm sorry. Listen, he doesn't want to say, "I get it." That's even more complicated. This stuff with Britney. And apparently he like went backstage and he saw her and she like couldn't put words together. Here's my other thing though. You know, Nikki told me that story, but I'm like, well, if then she can't put words together. That's when you step up even more so. Exactly. I mean, Especially, what the fuck? Yes. But if you can't say after all these years and you get invited back to the Super Bowl after that whole mess and you can't say, Janet, will you come with me? And you can't say, I'm excited to go back to the Super Bowl and I just want to say, you know, I said he's singing freaking trolls. I hate that song. Let me tell you, I think that is the lamest song ever written. And that's why kids like it. (laughs) That is the lamest song. I remember the second it came out, I was like, oh, I see you. This is some you you made this in a factory. You just rolled this out. You were like, all right, I'm just going to make a bunch of money. Here's this song. I think it's so lame. I would be okay with Trolls if he had Janet. Yeah. I just He did. He, he really he tanked he, that. He tanked her career. And he's just like, oopsies. Hi, guys. I'm still funny and cute. I. Uh, uh, yeah, he's just he's too very. too cute for the room. He's just very corny. And I don't think he is. He's, he's got to. He's got to deepen that well. Absolutely. He's got to deepen that well. Okay. We can get off of it now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I would be remiss if I didn't bring it up. Yes. Yes. All right. Yeah. I just, yeah, he really, anyways, but seeing Janet in concert, that was just one of the greatest moments of my formative years. What was the song where she would stop in the middle and she would cry? Again, and I love, and she would just stop, and, and everybody was like, <gasps> "Yes, yeah." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that was incredible." <laughs> Jess, any closing words? Any thoughts about Britney Spears? Um, I feel like since we're sisters, we yes. should talk about Britney as a sister. A okay, yeah. Um, she's a she loves her sis, and I think, and her sister loves her. Yeah. Um. Wait, we're going to roll to the tape. 
when this comes out. But let's talk about Jamie Lynn when Jamie Lynn let the fucking paparazzi have it. What's that? Oh my God, there's this video. Wait, this is great. So when all this shit was going down recently with Britney and her conservatorship and then, you know, some of the stands really lost their minds recently. I got to say, guys, listen, we're all on the same team, but some of y'all really fell off the deep end there for a moment. And they were like, her whole family is crazy. And like Jamie Lynn, she just takes money from Britney and she doesn't even care about Britney's well-being. And then. Jamie Lynn was like, oh, yeah. And Jamie Lynn posted on her Instagram an old video in 2007, 8, when all this stuff was going on of her screaming at the paparazzi with Britney being like, fuck you. <laughs> That's great. And then underneath that, she wrote a present day post like I've been with her since day one, bitches, like back the fuck up. You don't know anything. And I was Whoa. like, yeah, Jamie Lynn. I love my little sister and I am overprotective with her and I don't mind saying that. Ah, sisterly love. Despite being on the minds of millions of fans everywhere, Britney still keeps a place close to her heart for little Jamie Lynn. My sister is a handful. We are so different. It's so funny. Actually, she would be a lot better in this business than I am. Like her personality. She is Miss Diva. She is so full of herself. It's so cute. If you have a sister and you're close with her, you t you, you get the whole vibe. It yep. was great. Oh, good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I wish that Britney right now would just move back to Louisiana. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you're your happiest when you're with your sister. Yes, and I understand. You need I that really support system. You need like your family around you. Isn't her brother in Louisiana as well? I think so. I I'd be nice. She needs to get out of L.A. She does, but I think that she just can't because of the kids, and especially now that Kevin has seventy thirty. He's got 70% of the custody. He does? Yeah. <laughs> Again, Someone gave him 70%? I love that you don't know any of this stuff. I yeah. don't know any of it. Yeah, because her oh. dad her dad might have physically assaulted one of the boys. Whoa. And that's why he was removed from being the head of Britney's conservatorship. And that is why Kevin then filed for a restraining order. Uh-huh. And then also, he so, the, so he's not allowed to see the kids. And then Kevin was given 70% custody and Brittany is 30. Oh, God. It's and he just sad. keeps taking the check. He, he does. And cashing that check. It's a couple things where I'm like, okay, I get that you think that the boys should have the same lifestyle in both homes. But when there's such disparity and then also like Kevin, go get a job. He's apparently a DJ. I, I'm just like. Was he, when he was dancing, was he really, was he a dancer? Yeah. Or was he just someone that could dance well? No, no, no. He was a dancer. He's in, he's in Justin Timberlake's, um, I just want to love you, babe. Really? Yeah. Well, why doesn't he go and dance or be a choreographer? He is in his late thirties. Oh. I don't know. That's Jen. a young person's game. Have a dance studio. Start a dance studio. Be an <laughs> entrepreneur. Papa Julo. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I didn't realize he had 70%. That's scary. So that's yeah. why she does have to stay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, and she she doesn't ever say anything on her Instagram about any of that. She just loves her kids. She just wants Just peace. loves her kids. And I will give it to Kevin, although I think his lawyers have scared the ever-living shit out of him that he could lose everything if he did say a word. Right. But he has never... 
even so, he has never said a bad word about Britney. And even though, you know, statements come through his lawyer and they're very, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously those are not his words. But like people are crazy and people just do crazy shit all the time. Mm -hmm. And I I I have to say just that alone that he's never, you know, gone wild. And gone gone rogue. Yeah. And gone on the mic and like said some things. Right. I don't know. How many children does he have in total? Six. I think he might be right. He definitely. Okay. So he has the two boys with Brittany and then he has, I think two, two with Char. And then he Mm -hmm. has two. He, I think he might have two more. Wow. With, was it like a skier or something? Guys, that's crazy. My husband scheduled his vasectomy before our second child was born. I can't imagine. <laughs> what it, what is it in know. your brain? Me, it's toxic masculinity. It's like, let me spread my seed. Ew. Six of those fetter lines just roaming the earth, guys. I might be making the number six up, though. But I think he's he's got more than three. That's for sure. Oh, Okay. All well, right. maybe when the kids get, I mean, the kids are getting to be high school age. She'll, once they're off, I assume they'll, you know, once they're 18, maybe she'll go. Everything's going to shake up when they are 18. 100%. I, I guarantee it. Even though she's had this rocky moment mm-hmm. and getting on new medication and, you know, her whole journey with her bipolar. I don't know. I think that when both those boys are 18, so we've got another like six years yeah. of this journey. Oh. Um, Jess, yeah. ooh, was that my phone? Again, Jeff Rizzi. This is what happens when Jeff Rizzi's not here. <laughs> my phone starts. It's on airplane mode. Oh, I know I why. I feel like we didn't talk about the song enough, but. It's yeah. okay. I'll it's talk okay. about it with Jeff Rizzi. Okay. Listen, it was the, let's just say it was the anthem for the weekend. It really was. We had a great time. We love Jagged Little Pill. We love Britney Spears. We love it all. But guys, we got to get in the shower because we got to go to brunch. We got to go to brunch with the cousins. Thank you for joining us here in bed at the Pierre Hotel in New York City, home of Jackie Onassis. Who else she, lived here? They said. She when lived they told here? Oh, my God. Yeah, I think she I did. That's funny. Well, that's what, that's what cousin Jim told me. Oh, awesome. Yes, he said, how's Jackie O? And I said, she's great. Very private. Jen, I'm just proud of you. This is an awesome podcast. <laughs> I love sisters. The sisters can be proud for their podcast. This is great. Listen, you've, had, you've, you've really done it. Oh. And I love you and Jeffrey. You're, oh, thank you. You're really helping us all. Oh, Jess, how nice. Mm-hmm. I love that. Big shout out to you. Listen, my sister's an excellent big sister. I've said it throughout the podcast. Guys, the reason I go to Orange Theory, if you follow me on Instagram, I post all my workouts. I haven't in a while, though. <laughs> but... um. My sister owns an Orange Theory in Concord, Massachusetts. So if you're ever in her neck of the woods, stop on in to the studio. Sure. Stop on by. Say hi. Tell them Jen Zabrowski sent Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) you. Until then, guys, this has just been great. We got uh, Jessica Hartz, Jen Zabrowski signing off. Signing off. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Tired of calling other people who don't want to talk about Britney? Well, worry no more. With the new We Need to Talk About Britney hotline, you'll never have that problem again. And the best part is, the Britney hotline is totally free. Call 1-814-277-3277. You can talk about Britney however much you want. Call now. It's totally free and only about Britney. Erios.
powered by ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.